And we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Hegarty, a.k.a. Ben Real Verse World. And this is my uh, right hand, my sidekick, my... Um, what's like other names for that type of shit? I don't know. Dave. Yay. <sighs> oh, your Fuck. motherfucking... God damn it. Mute that motherfucker. <laughs> it's a beautiful day for a Morning Roast podcast. Um, I just had a hell of a weekend it was my homie's bachelor party so we were sending it very hard in san diego which was fun because i got to see all my boys from from iowa they all came out there we had 16 of us in a house that said slept it slept 16 but it definitely fucking did not we were definitely two to bed doing the whole cot situation air mattress vibe super bummer no we don't have to start over fuck i'll just keep it running um but it was fun. And we I took the Amtrak down there, which is pretty dope. I've never done that before. It's only like 30 bucks to go one way to San Diego, which is pretty tight. When we were on tour, I uh, I took the Amtrak down. We had two days off after LA, between yeah. LA and San Diego, and I took the Amtrak down, and we had our birds that were given to us. And I like pulled up with my bird, and the, the conductor was like, you can't bring that on here. I'm like, yeah, I can. He's like, like, it's mine. He's like, no, you can't. Like, you're, you can't take that. I'm like, it's my, it's my this is my personal possession yes it's like has a bird sticker on it i'm like i'm like uh like walking it through the the station and people are looking at me like mad weird like like as if like a crack like a some like some crackhead would just like walk it in like thinking it's theirs you know yeah and then i told him like look it folds and then i put it under there and then he's like oh okay and he left me alone (laughs) like he probably rides bird all the time to be like oh wait mine my normal ones in public don't fold yeah exactly Man, like, this is a per- it doesn't like even have the thing to scan I'm like it's a it's a bur- it's an electric scooter with the bird sticker on it that's what it is right yeah so anyway yeah. Amtrak's pretty dope Amtrak is dope <laughs> uh, people get wasted on those things yeah it was cool because we could drink and we didn't really drink that hard when we went there and I You're just preparing for the uh, for the out inevitable it was pretty yeah. nuts it was fun um, yeah it was dope so anyway uh, we have a topic also Ben's birthday actually when you listen to this it'll be Ben's birthday by the way yeah yeah tomorrow's my birthday oh shit so we're dropping this tomorrow on my birthday on your birthday it's, hey, your birth- it's, it's my birthday, birthday. yeah um and you're older than i am right now which is cool um I'm technically a day older a day older. yeah i'm a day older sorry and it's pretty dope yeah it's pretty dope last year i had my birthday in cardiff uk i think we talked about that on the last podcast we talked about it in my podcast it not come out yet Oh, right. When does your podcast but come out? just know that when you hear that and Ben didn't believe me, I corrected him. He did. He looked it up after the fact and showed me metadata and he got it right. It. I'm <laughs> posting right. that video tomorrow. So, <laughs> <everyone knows. laughs> um, so today's topic is uh, motherfucking, what, do we have a title for it? Well, yeah. So let's just say that we have in our new Patreon 2.0, we have a thing called BWC Boardroom. It's the Discord channel for our highest tier the goddamn homies and the purpose of it is to um give the people in there access and and the ability to like help us come up with shit for black window cream it's called bwc boardroom so in there we can discuss like what we should do for topics what we should do for tutorials what people would like to see with live streams and all that stuff so if you have things if you like want to get involved that's the way to do it yeah i think we should share the um the how to charge a client guide that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should share an early draft of that once we go through it tonight. We should share it with them just so they can kind of give us feedback. 
Like I, that's what I want that to be. I want right. it to be something where we can go to it and utilize it as that. So maybe we'll probably do that. But yeah, if you want to be a part of it, that'd be great. So we asked, um, I asked a little bit ago, I was like, yo, what, what should we do? Um, for this morning roast and Kaiser said, he said thoughts on discussing fads and trends on editing styles. I feel as if we hear about people like Matt Como, Rory Kramer, Sam Colder all the time. Their style is so cool, trendy and with the times, but as great as they are, how long will it last? And then what did I say? I came up with the title for this episode after that. I think it should be called finding your own style or finding your own style. It was like something like that. It was yeah. like be your own. Yeah. So that's this. Let's roll the intro. No, by this point it already happened. <laughs> Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. Hey, we're back. That's scary. Um, yeah, so how to find, like, I like what he was talking about, um, kind of the idea of fads and trends, which we did talk about in another podcast, <clears throat> like Zoom transitions or whatever, I ripped them apart. But I think what I like about what those dudes do, what I think is interesting about what those dudes do is they just do their own shit. They did their own thing. They came up with ideas that no one else was really coming up with. Then they got ex- like they blew up, and people now know their names, and they're probably like the top people in that trendy section of creating videos with wild transitions or travel vlogs that are like so extreme, or you know, shooting EDM at the highest form. But I wouldn't say that it's now like corny that they do it. It's because they're at the highest level that people look at it like now is it overdone? It's like, but that's that's not fair if like. They have always been doing it. They're just now famous for it. You know what I mean? No, I mean, if you like, the thing is about them is like, for example, Sam Colder, like, he, like, when you make, when you come up with like your own style, that's yours. So you're, you're claiming it. And then people are making tutorials about how to do what you do. Yeah. Like, it's his, it's his, like, he, it's his decision. He's, when it gets, when it gets blown up into like the masses, it's his decision to be like, I'm not doing it anymore. And he has, he stopped. Right. He's like, I'm not doing it anymore because it, it blew up. But like, it is, it, at the end of the day, like, if you're so good at something that people want to do it, then at least that's a compliment in itself. You're talking about him, him doing zoom transitions, like him doing the Luma fades and the zoom transitions and all that stuff. Like, like he's like gotten away from all that and starting to do like other shit because like by the time everyone's trying to copy him, like he's, he's over it. It's right, not right. fulfilling for him. So he's yeah. on to the next thing, but like it's not, ne- it's never corny for if he kept doing it, it's not corny for him to keep doing it. Right. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Yeah. That's just, it's his thing. It just right. became a thing that everyone else was like, Oh, that's cool. I'm going to literally mimic that. And right. it's funny because I think a lot of clients, now that don't know this world they see shit like that because they're looking for i mean imagine every business every business at a corporate level is always like okay how, what should we do for the next project and they're sitting there like scouring the internet for like cool shit that's all they do they find people that are doing dope shit that is different and then they want to hire that person or someone that can do something similar to that like i literally have people hit me up and be like hey can you shoot like this and they'll send it to you and that's totally fine for them to ask that question but that is how this shit is like a ripple effect. Like if Sam Colder or whoever these people are that do this name it effect or style, 
everyone else is like, oh, can we have that? I want that, I want that, I want that. And so it's like you start, either you do it, you're doing it for the job, or you find a way to like work it in. Yeah, all right, cool, I'll, I'll cave and I'll work it in this way, but I'll still do my thing. And that's why I think it was important to talk about, like not saying like, he, he said, but as great as they are, how long will it last? It's, uh, I mean, it, trends come and go, obviously. There's always gonna be a certain style that I think will live forever, which should be like the base for everybody, right? right? Yeah. Like the general style of being able to shoot is like a there's a basic look that sh- is just that's what it is when you film videos or when you take photos but then you can take another level and be like oh I'm gonna fuck with this shit or oh I'm gonna add a bunch of drawings of like fucking neon lights following my dancing or oh I'm gonna you know what name anything like that's all with the times and that's totally tight to do it but I feel like you should always have your style and I think that that's totally fine yeah I think th- I think the thing that I like the most I saw this somewhere I can't remember but oh and uh what's his name um, the artist that we had recently that does the wheat paste posters, your homie, who's his name? Morley. Morley. So Morley was saying like, you know, one issue with creators is that, you know, a lot of the times um, people make like, people start making things that are derivative of what they like, right? So like, and what I've learned is like, okay, Colder's videos are dope or we can just stop saying these people's names. Whoever's pe- videos yeah, are we- dope. Like let's say travel videos are cool and a lot of creators are like, oh, I want to, I love that so I want to make it. And like, you have to realize like, just cause you like something doesn't mean that's what you should make or what that your that's your style or that that's what you're meant to make or like that's what is gonna resonate the most with what you create, you know? So I think like making that distinction cause of course like you get into video and you're like, I wanna edit like them, right? So you like chase those trends t- like techniques and then you end up like joining the fad or whatever, right? right? And then you realize that like someone's already done it. Like so exa- for example, Gibson, right? Gibson came like before he went CGI totally, like that whole, the way he was shooting the masking and the fucking right. everything that he was doing, quick transitions, like compositing, all that stuff. Like everyone wants to edit like him. So you start seeing all these derivative videos, but at the end of the day, like that's Gibson shit. Mm-hmm. So like no one's going to do it better than him. No. Right? right. So you're just, you're going to be a level below. Always. Right. So right. like, I think it's like fads are, I mean, and trends are dope. Like editing is a, is, is, is a sick community because everyone's like so supportive and they're like, you, they're like so always congratulative of like, yo, that's really tight or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, you're so much there's only so much you can push and i think that that's why it's important to like okay you may like the way they edit or you may like the way they they're using this effect and you can like implement it into some of your stuff but it's about like how do i take a piece from that or like a whatever inspires me or whatever like i think is dope about that and then put it with what i do you know what i mean and then turn it into something different like mm-hmm. if you if this guy's doing travel videos but you shoot like but you're shooting like, you but know. But you don't travel. You don't travel, like why are you gonna tr- try to fake it when you could like, let's say you're in music or whatever. Music is hard because it's part of it also, but let's say you shoot like documentary stuff, right? You can take aspects of it and turn like transitions into like different periods of the documentary and make those tight. Yeah. And like try to figure out how to how to like apply what you're being inspired by into what you do. Um, but I think that, yeah, it's the tr- the fades the t- fads fade right. So like recently, let's take film for example. Like it's been very trendy to like shoot something with digital mm-hmm. and then intercut like super eight or like or like throw film filters on top of your shit or put frames on it, which is dope. And like the the first people that were doing it, like it was like really tight. And even B loves it. Um, and that documentary was every full of artist that. loves uh, that. It. That documentary oh. was full of that. Oh right? yeah, true. But now it's like you're seeing every music video come out with that concept. Okay, we're gonna shoot this, but then at the same time we're gonna have a B cam shooting like raw mm-hmm. film, which is dope. And if you do it correct, like it's sick. But at the end of the day, like like Andrew your, just did your it. videos are just gonna look like the rest of them. You know, Andrew Sandler just did it in his new Machine Gun Kelly video. 
and he did it in a way to make it fit the, like some people will do it just to be like oh vintage. they just throw like, the filter on just cause but it's like yo he he made it feel like we were it was like a 90s punk band like the rest of the shit looks like high energy whatever and then it cuts to like this like you know whatever similar style shit where it's just like more intense moments in a in a b cam scenario but it feels like it's, it's part, part of the of creative that. it's it, part of the creative though. it fit but it fits like the overall aesthetic of the video some people just use it to use it as like a crutch and that goes back to what i was gonna say when you were talking about that is like that's just a tool like editing when you learn a new or, or shooting or whatever it may be it could be as simple as like a light trick like jacob owens he's got the prism filter thing shout out to jacob if you take the prism and you only ever just use that now then is that your look or are you using it like oh my foot it just looks cool and everyone's like wow this looks cool but then all of a sudden you're just filming all this and it looks so insane but you have to use it as a tool like that is now a tool right use that for certain moments jacob came to our other machine Gun kelly video he used it as a tool on jordan's video so it's like jordan directed it and he wanted something to look pretty wild and they brought it in jacob did his thing and it looked fine but the whole video is not just that that's how you use shit as a tool. So if it's a zoom transition and you need it, you need a whip or you need whatever, all right, cool. Use that sparingly because it's a tool. You have a whole, the goal is to have a, a treasure chest of ideas and tools. And when someone comes out with something dope, like, oh, cool, here's a LumaFade. All right, cool, but just like, don't show me a video of you talking to camera like in a vlog and then be like, all right, I'm gonna go skateboarding. And then all of a sudden there's just like this dumbass LumaFade across. It's like, that's not, that's not using a tool properly. That's you know the I mean? biggest point I think is like, the key always with these editing tricks, tricks is like, to like in my head, the, the, the videos I like the most are the ones where like, the point of it is to make it, like people should be like, what just happened? You yeah. know what I mean? Like it should almost not, it should be so integrated into the concept or the creative that like, that you almost like have to rewind and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like how do you do that or whatever? Yeah. That's when you're doing it correctly I think. Yeah. And like, you know, just throwing things in there just cause, and I lost my train of thought, like what I was gonna say about that. You were talking about Jacob Owens and, and stuff. Like, I think that the thing is like, <laughs> when you have the, the prism, like the prism is dope or like whatever it is. Oh, I was gonna talk about this, sorry. Got so, it. On tour, right, we had Andrew White, who's he was using the like his style. He wouldn't tell anyone how he did it, but he was his style was like, one, star filters mm -hmm. that were co coming out, the filters were coming crazy. Two was the, um where you do like a, a, a long shutter and like move with an object. So the object is, is still, and the rest of it is like very blurry and light. You have light trails and stuff. Like a double and exposure. Like, and like, that was his thing. And he, he kept it and he used it like in pockets. Mm -hmm. But I think like after that tour and on solo did this with Drake's tour too, he used like a small four point filter and he like murdered that. Yeah. And his whole aesthetic, the whole tour was like, Drake had all those um, fireworks. So mm -hmm. all, all of it, a lot of the illest photos had these like little diamonds as the, instead of the, and that was his shit, right? right? So now there's a bunch of people. I've seen it. I was talking about this. Greg so many did, people. I just saw Greg using it. At yeah. Whatever the last. And festival. everyone's using it now, though. It's it's like that's the trend right now in photos. I've seen it is star filters and and filters that cause the edges of things to blur and kind of like create this yeah. this like hazy thing. But the thing is, is that that's a tool. So like what you're saying, what's a tool? Like you can use that filter, but not every photo makes it look great like no. it, it's gonna look corny if it's just like a bunch of big ass stars but if you use it as a tool and you use it properly in the right situations you might get a greg has a photo one time with with travis where there's like one light ray coming right across his, his body yeah and no it looks like it's from outer space or something right. but that's one light ray, what's like one stick from the star right that he probably cropped to make it feel like 
it you know you're not it's not obvious it's a, it's a it's a star from a star filter right so it's like well, and it, could, it might not be. That's the beauty right. of it is he may have just taken literally a piece of glass or a string. And there's right. like so many different bag, like tricks that you can do. And a lot of people are just like, how do I get that? How do I buy that? Where do I get it? Sometimes yeah. I, I, I met it. I met it uh, um, the first time I ever came out to LA. Joe Lubisi, fucking amazing DP. He had a fanny pack, literally a fanny pack of all kinds of wild ass little fucking gypsy rocks and random shit like right. glass, shattered glass, strings, all this stuff. Like, what the fuck is he doing, dude? And he'd like sit there and he'd hang shit out and all of a sudden you have like this wild ass look and this is now, shout out to Jacob because he's making it easier where you can, he's producing shit that you can buy. Josh did it, Olufemi. He made his little fucking yeah, the, which the I still want to use. Right, so it's that like shit's tight. you have, but if you do a whole video with that, is it cool? No, but if you're having if you're a like moment. a moment where you that takes you from one scene and then it like it magnifies and like distorts and then it, it takes you right to the next like and people are like how they think it's a, it's like a plug-in from after effects but really it's this very practical little magnifying glass that he sold you mm -hmm. that's when you're winning that's what i'm talking about like even andrew was like on tour remember he had that app with all the um with all the different like colors and no. he would so he would have he, app he had this phone? app on his phone where he could pick whatever color he wants and it turned the whole screen that color and then he would hold it up to his lens. Oh, so he on would his get, phone, on so, his phone. So he would have the, like, the, the he'd have the camera and he'd put, he'd hold the phone right up to the edge of the lens. So mm -hmm. you'd get this like bleed and it would cause like, like this awesome, like color fade into the photo, right? That you think comes naturally. It doesn't look like a trend or an effect. You're like, how'd you do that? It looks in camera, which is tight. And that makes you, that makes you stick out because some people might look at it and just be like, oh, that's cool. There was some wild ass light, but you strategically thought, like if some if anyone else tried to stand that exact same spot and take that exact same photo, they wouldn't get it if they didn't know how you did it. Right. They'd just be sitting there like, why is my photo, why is the light not reflecting to me and making this orange hue or whatever? And you're not realizing that someone's st stepping outside of their comfort zone and thinking outside of the box. Like, how can I make my fucking, this moment a little bit different? Right. And there's people that do use, you could, say you could use something, right? The whole show, right? Star filters, you could sit there and shoot it, but then all of a sudden it's like, every single shot it's is overdone. a star, it's, yeah, but, there's, I remember a video when uh, tilt shifting started becoming like a thing yeah. and you could shoot it in HD or there was a way to do an HD. And I remember Vic Mensa's old band, Kids These Days, I'm pretty sure, used uh, used it in like an entire video. And it was a tilt shift, so it made everything look really wild, like miniature people. Like really tiny. Yeah. Super tiny and no one had done it before. But they're like, oh shit, this is, a, this is crazy. And I remember be, when, when I first saw VR 360 video at first I was like holy fucking shit what is this like I got to figure this out I was I was trying to make 3d printing molds to hold GoPros and was literally my boy Taylor was gonna invest into this idea with me but we were gonna buy 16 GoPros and we found like a, a someone that had created like something on reddit and taught you how to do it but I was gonna build this ball the ball would have had all these GoPros I would have had to fucking find a way to like power them all up and run them all at the same time and sync everything and and then stitch all that shit in some fucking third or third party knockoff that, you know what I mean? It was gonna yeah. be a nightmare. But this is like, no one was doing this. And I was like, holy shit, if I could figure this out, I could do anything. I'm like, I could shoot all kinds of ideas. I wanna do a music video. What if I do a music video like this? And I remember seeing someone figured out how to make the sphere effect in VR and just as a photo. And I was like, holy fuck. What if I were able, cause it made, it was like attached to their head or something and it looked like they had a big head with a small body. And I was like, that would be an ill ass music video. And then fast forward to like a year later, um, I think it was like, uh, fuck Brock. No, it wasn't Brockhampton. 
It was these dudes from New York, rap group, but they're huge. Flatbush? Flatbush. They did a video with it. And I remember they had it like, they rode on a fucking yacht and they had the yacht looked super big and then they were just, but they used it for like the whole video. And I was like, that when, when something comes out for the first time, a lot of people will go to like, how do I use this as like, a f- how can I make an entire concept out of this right. one idea? There, a lot of people are like, how do I do this exact same thing? Yeah. Like, no, I'm saying like, if 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 VR comes out and you're like, holy shit, what is this? Right. You make the whole video where it's bobblehead looking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just because right. you've never done it before. Right. And then you do, t- of course you do a full tilt shift, but when they did the tilt shift video, the whole vibe was, it made sense for them to use that. You know what I mean? Versus like, if they were doing tilt shift in a bedroom and it doesn't make sense because it doesn't look right because you're not using it proper, you just think like, oh, I bought this lens, I need to use it, and you don't understand the concept of the actual lens. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's the difference. So it's like when and where to use some shit and then how you make that part of your bag of tricks and not just your fucking go-to solve a problem scenario. Yeah, I think, I think well, let's get back to the title. The title is, we're gonna title this Finding Your Own Style. And I think, you know, it's important to say that like, I think you know, people. A lot of people talk. Oh, you like this is a this is a fad. Like you're just using someone else's shit. But I think like everyone's still finding their style. I'm still finding my style. Like I understand how I see things and I know how I see things to look. And people probably see my shit and they think, okay, you have a style. And I kind of know what it is, but I'm still finding it. And finding your own style has to do with like, yes, there are tr- there are trends, there are fads, there are tricks, and you should try them all. I think. Yeah. Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't try them all to figure out. But I think at the end of the day, it's about making conscious, a conscious decision, okay, like what piece of this am I gonna take and implement into what I do? Not taking a trend and just being, oh, I like this video, I'm gonna go make this video. Mm-hmm. Like I like this video, I'm gonna make something just like this because then you're not really exploring anything. Right. If you like, if something inspires you, you take a piece from it or you like use it as like, it makes you think something different like, oh, okay, damn, that made me think that, like bro, even uh, Cash Bunny, she did that video where it was like a 3D circling of a shoe and right. it looked like it was in outer space, but she literally put an Insta3, she made like a, she took like the inside of this like windbreaker that had this rainbow color. She made like a, a bowl basically, put it on a stand and then stuck, hung in this 360 in it and had like a, a, a toothpick that she could spin it yeah, or whatever. Brilliant. So that she shot the a 360 of the inside, but then she colored it and made it look crazy. And then she just literally shot a 360 against a green screen of the shoe and composited them together. And then everyone's like, oh, how, what's the filter? How did you, where did you get this what, from? What like, plugin is yeah, this? Yeah, what plugin is this? It's but like, she posted the BTS. I know. But like, that's her thinking like, yo, this is how I'm gonna, like she has her own style. Yeah, She's dope as hell. Yeah, because she pushes it. She yeah. figures out a way to step outside of the box and like right. say, all right, cool. People get too lazy. That's the problem is that you can't, you have to know I agree, you have to know everything and then use it to your advantage, but I think so many people step back and like just think that someone's gonna solve their problems for them, but like her getting a bucket and taking an outline of like the liner of a jacket and like who the fuck thinks of that shit? Yeah, she did, probably doing, probably walking through the mall and just was like, oh my God, what if I did this and I put the thing in here and then would that look cool? Test it out, see if it fucking works. Like, and it did, it looked dope as fuck. For me, it's like, so here's, here's where I was getting with that is like, okay, so you could see that BTS and be like, yo, I wanna make something just like that and copy it. That's not doing anything for you, but maybe you see that and that makes you think like, I've never fucking thought that I could choose something practical and turn it into this. Like, it will make you think different and then you can take an aspect of that process or that trick or whatever she did and apply it to something completely different. And now you're being creative. Right. Now you're, cause creativity, like we almost got on this, we ditched this podcast, but like creativity is, we were talking about how creativity is kind of like hiding your sources really well. That's a quote. So it's like, there's nothing wrong with taking something and making it new. Cause like, you're not gonna, it's hard to have completely all original ideas. Everyone is inspired by shit, but mm-hmm. like, 
having your own style is okay like i know what i do this is my pocket and you're taking things and like if you want to evolve your style it's about trying to figure out how to implement that and what what you do i feel like like even ari for example his shit was hyperlapses for the longest time hyperlapses and whatever and this past year we had him on the podcast and he said this year i want to do 360 and vr or whatever i'm, I'm over that because he was doing it and people were copying him or whatever not copying him but it became popular yeah but he's still in the he knows his lane his lane is looping content for brands that is like surreal that's right. his and he said that on the podcast so like he's figuring out okay like there's this new concept i'm implementing that into what i do not just like trying to go take other things yeah you know and i think i think going what you had said earlier was like the idea of okay if i see Ari do a time lapse or whatever it is people need to understand that it's fine to go out you should go yeah, how did how the fuck did he do this? Yeah, go learn how to do it. That's great. That doesn't mean you have to use that like it, as I don't. I hate saying it like because I feel like we have to practice that. That's the beauty of tutorials and working alongside someone when they teach you how to do something is like, I mean that's why we go to school. When you go to school, they're like, all right, everyone get your fucking beaker out and this watch what I do. I pour this in here. Everyone pour it in there and they all pour it in the beaker and it fucking turns into blue water or some shit. And it's yeah. like, wow, this is so cool. You have to be able to go and practice. And a lot of people just go and shoot that shit and then they post it like, look at what I made. That's fine, that's totally fine. But when you start doing it over and over and over again and now you're only, you're like the weaker version of the person who did it. You, know I mean? you don't wanna that's be exactly that. exactly what I was talking about. You don't wanna be that. Yeah. I think, but like that's the thing though, like go and try shit. If, if someone does a sick fucking whatever, name put a name with a trick, the process of you learning how to do it is going to you have to take it as a, as a learning process. So mm -hmm. in the process of you learning, you're gonna learn a new tool. You're gonna learn a new technique in whatever program you're using. You're gonna use, learn a new way to shoot, right? right? How do you take that that process and not just implement that trend or that fad? How do you take that and take the like the process and the things you learned and then think, okay, so how can I use what I just learned in a completely different scenario? Right. Or like some completely different thing. Yeah. And that's the process of like evolving your style because it's like, now you have more bags, no tool bags, tools in your bag, you know? Okay, cool, so I know if I use this, I can get this effect, but what if it, What if I combine it with this other thing? Right. Like some of the coolest effects, I think, or some of the coolest trends, or not trends, the way you make things look new is stacking things. Hmm. Like maybe, you know, you do use a star filter, but on top of it, you use like, a you, you throw light in there or something with right. a flashlight, or you know what I mean? You do do a, a luma fade or whatever the coolest transition is, but on top of it, you do like a, some other thing that that hides the other the other the other effect you know what i mean and the more th and honestly it doesn't have to be crazy i feel like the more simple things you do on top of each other create something that feels like the coolest thing is when you you do something easy and then someone's like how'd you do that mm -hmm. like that looks crazy like what what plugin you use but really it was just like the four simple things put well together right you know what i mean right and like yeah i feel like that's the key though the whole goal is to push the limit and then then, then everyone does it, what you did, and then you have to come up with a way to push the limit again. Yeah. Like you're never gonna just be like, oh, I made this, I'm good to go. Like, but nah. even Kavika and Grant, both Grant Tucker, the sh the shoe content creator who's dope, and Kavika both said something similar on their podcast. They were like, they are both people that are have no problem telling people telling someone how they did shit because they say like, okay, cool, you're either gonna not be able to do it as good as me. And, right. or you're gonna do it as good as me and then I have to go find something new to do. Mm -hmm. And it's constant evolution. So it's like, at the end of the day, like I think it's just about 
have some self-reflection and figure out, okay, like what is my lane? Like, what do I do? What makes what I do different than other people? And try to keep finding the things that make you different. Like yeah. that's just what's gonna make you win. And if you have to implement a fatter trend, like no, no one's hating on that, I don't think. It's just about figuring out like always making something new. Like you take a something, but this is what I do. So let me implement that in a way that makes what I do still different. You right, know? right, right, right. Love that. This is good. That was fun. Yeah, let's end it on that. Um, so we do a fifth morning roast every month. If you aren't fucking with the shits, if you didn't know about it, well, now you know, on our Patreon page. So we did one um, couple, last week, week and a half ago. It's the boring, mo- or the, pff, can't talk like that. The boring morning roast. The boring morning roast. We Don't we go watch those. it, it sucks. Yeah, it's really boring. We, uh, no, it's the bonus morning roast. We do it on Patreon, Patreon only. And it's, we called it perfect your systems and workflow. So we discussed like the ideas and theories behind that. And, and then like we talked about some, all like so many different methods that we use to like perfect our workflow that we're still working on. That we're right. not, we're not like talking down. We're like talking about shit that we've been trying to do. Yeah. And that have really worked, we think. So, mm-hmm. and we're going to do like an in depth, um, we do a live stream too for our, the goddamn homies, I believe once a month we'll do a live stream for them and it's going to be like an in-depth tutorial on workflows that's for the that's for the homies for sure and the goddamn homies the goddamn homies get one at the end of the month on the 30th is we're going to do the live uh work critique and uh oh yeah right. and put, watch right. each other's videos and, right. and all just like learn shit you're right and then we're going to do one next week for the sh- homies for sure and the goddamn homies that where we're going to live ben's going to sit down and teach us some shit live we're all gonna fucking learn yeah so and it's gonna be dope i'm excited it is gonna be dope yeah so anyway if you want to get that morning roast definitely become a patreon member there's plenty of other things that you'll get when you join as well um our how to charge a client guide i think is coming out on the 15th is that what we said we said the 15th so So, let's hope we get it yeah we're gonna work on that right now we gotta finish writing but it's i mean it's all written we just gotta keep like making it better but it's fucking fire it is fucking fire it's actually really it's crazy what we're doing here it's fucking crazy putting right? in work baby we are putting in work um yeah it's cool patreon.com slash black window cream shop bwnc.com if you want to get some black window cream merch and rock that shit around your city i had like a bunch of people send me videos of them wearing that shit today it was pretty pretty tight and another thing i th- like just so you know like the people who reach out to us or like post on their stories or comment on youtube and tell us like some shit that they loved from the morning roast or like something that or like tell us how it helped them or whatever. Yeah. We, we fucking love that. Super love it. Cause like the, we do this, we love doing this. We do this for fun. Um, and it's sick to see people like comment and be like, yo, like this, I resonate with this. It's really like, I was just thinking about this or something. And that's yeah. fucking tight to me. So, I was looking at some of the comments on the YouTube video uh, from last week's morning roast. And this kid was like, I love that I'm from Nigeria. And like we have, we think the same way or something like that. And I'm like, man, that's what's dope about black window cream is that it's literally like, we're all on the same mission from all around the world or whatever. And people can connect with that shit. Like hearing that feedback is so cool to be like, man, I took so much away from this. I can't believe that you guys understand what I go through. Yeah. And it's the tightest thing is when we think about a topic, we're like, are people going to like this? And we don't know. And then we see, we hear and we're like, that shit fires us up. Fucking love it. So comment, Please subscribe on YouTube. Uh, make all your friends fucking subscribe so we can get like a little bit cooler on there. Also, go cop this creator shirt because it's, it's it fits really well and the, the material is dope. Shit fire, shit fire, bro. Wearing it on set, people are like, yo, what's that? And you tell them what it is. Wear it at a bachelor party, people are like, yo, what is that? And then you tell them what it is. And then you tell them what it is. He's like, cool, I'm gonna buy that. I'm like, tight. And then he doesn't. No, I think he's gonna. All right, let's they go. just actually asked me for the link. I said shopbwnc.com. <laughs> 
case you didn't remember. In case you didn't know. All right, All right. that's it. Uh, see you guys next week.